podcast. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Savannah. And we are your ghost hosts. This week, we're talking about the Flatwoods monster. Okay, so we have a history lesson for you all. <gasps> kind of. Just kidding. It's, oh. well, my history lesson, it's got aliens, UFO yeah. cover-ups. Does this sound up your alley? Yes. This is my type of history class. If you're asking me, I don't know if you're asking me or the listeners. I am asking you. I'm asking the listeners too. You guys are going to have to follow along so you can decide for yourself between an extraterrestrial encounter or small town folklore. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Spooky. Have you heard of him? I just made it even spookier. Um, I turned turned off off my light. light. (laughs) We can, we can attribute this episode to my father, Ray. Ray, Ray, Ray has um a liking towards the Flatwoods monster. Oh my gosh! I hope I did right by him. I have three sources. <laughs> if this episode is bad, blame it on Ray. That's no. what we're gonna say. I hope not. It's intriguing no. for sure. He's got. I a am lot so of excited. Gone. Yes, I've seen pictures, but that's quite literally all I know about this guy is his pictures there's so much Um, more to him yes I'm so I'm super excited to learn for in this history class I had no idea about him I think it's interesting how a lot of cryptids come from West Virginia isn't that wild like what's going on in West Virginia I don't know know? like Bigfoot and the Mothman and the Flatwoods Monster like they're all Mm. in West Virginia or they've been seen in West Virginia and to me it's just like how and why why are they all there is there something about West Virginia that we don't know about lots of woods maybe that's the appeal coal mines that appeals to me (laughs) My goodness, sounds like a good time. Sounds like a sexy Meet me time. in a coal mine. No. <laughs> in Bigfoot's defense, he's seen kind of in a lot of different places. But we're not talking about Bigfoot today, people. I know, Ray, calm down. Calm I think down, that's why Ray. he made us do this episode because he was like it's a lead into it's Bigfoot. a lead into Bigfoot, <laughs> but we're not doing that's a lot. We're not doing it now. Um, we are going to do the Flatwoods Monster. Are you ready to dive in? Let's dive in. Picture it. September 12th, 1952. Beautiful. I had no idea what was going on in history at this point until this episode, but I'll, I'll I didn't give everyone either. context later. I'm thinking Elvis Presley. Yeah. Was on the scene. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm thinking Greece. Grease lightning. Yes. I'm thinking Grease Lightning. I'm thinking milkshake. Grease didn't or- come out until like the 80s, though, right? Yeah, but it's based on the Oh, you're talking the aesthetics of Greece, yes. not the movie itself. I'm talking about like, you know, drive-in movies and malt shops. Everybody was wearing a poodle skirt. Everybody yes. was wearing a poodle skirt. That's very important. If you very. weren't wearing a poodle skirt, you were a greaser. Yes. And you had a comb in your hair. And, <laughs> and you were trash. <laughs> and you were trash. <laughs> and you were you were drag racing. Drag racing. Oh my and not like the fun RuPaul kind, more of the No, not the RuPaul kind. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have people clarify that for me. Okay. Okay. So 1952. Beautiful year. Okay. Um, it's evening time. It's dark. Mm. It's completely dark. 
kind of like how it is now. No, well, you've it's got not completely dark. Yeah, it's not completely dark. Um, on the grass of Flatwoods Elementary School, four young people from the town of Flatwoods were playing. So we got Edward May, mm. Freddie May, yes, Neil Nunley, and Tommy Hire. Neil Nunley, what a name! <laughs> it's the fifties, baby. Um, <laughs> suddenly, a brilliant, bright light appeared to crash into the hillside. On G. Bailey Fisher's property. Well, now you G. Bailey. So it flashed across the sky and it's crashed into the hill. Okay. Um, okay. The, the youngsters sprinted to investigate what they had seen in the sky. They stopped en route to the May's house to report what they had seen and reported it to their mom, Kathleen, um, okay. to accompany the kids to the crash site. So they're like, Mom, come along. We're going to have fun. We saw a light. It's the fifties. You're knitting. You have, you're not doing anything. You're not, you're listening to the radio. Let's go. Let's go. We got to get honestly like so impressed that they got an adult. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen often. It's just hood rats going and exploring some, some mischief chicken little. They didn't get an adult. They just ran towards it. So they grabbed Kathleen out of, out of the rocking chair um, and then Kathleen gets the help of National Guardsman Eugene Lemon and the family dog Richie. Can't so the, do an adventure without Richie. The gang's all here. We got the four kids, two here. adults, and a dog. Is this all... Stranger Things or what? <laughs> the gang arrives at the crash site. They notice a pulsing red light. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> the gang was horrified to see a 10 foot tall creature with a spade shaped head what appeared to be in a dark metal dress <laughs> when lemon <gasps> shone his flashlight up the hill he's looking up and he's seeing this 10 foot crazy looking thing i am shocked to learn that this thing is 10 feet tall <laughs> it gets taller what <laughs> it's hands were twisted and covered in claws and oh my gosh like he- edward scissor hands <laughs> and, can you imagine johnny depp playing this character he would do so well I can yes and his eyes i'm assuming it's a he it could be mm-hmm. different it could be a she it could okay um don't know. but its eyes shown a sinister orange Mm, not a sinister red a sinister orange orange um it said i'm different i'm not like other monsters i just there's something different about me yes um it appeared to be suspended in midair nice yeah the air was thick with an odd terrifying mist the group turned and ran in panic and it hissed at them whatever this thing is hissed at it and it (laughs) moved fast towards the spectators i just i imagine it's very do you remember when plankton built like a robot on spongebob and it rolled on wheels yes it was um i forgot what the robot was it was it was the guy it was no 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 it was a ravioli ravioli give me the formioli oh, like that the Mr. robot crabs one yeah yeah i'm imagining this thing rolls on wheels like that and it's just rolling <laughs> towards um snapping its scissor like hands and hissing the sinister at orange the sinister it's orange. hissing at him i'm imagining like a cat hiss because nothing else makes sense <laughs> to me 
Nothing else makes Nothing sense. Nothing else. You're right. Um, so some of the group members, they got nauseous. They start vomiting. Their throats were irritated. This happened for days. Whoa. Um, yes. And these indicators were misdiagnosis, hysterical side effects. Mm, doubt it. Um, but it's an important to note that they're also telltale symptoms of exposure to mustard gas. What? Yeah, so it could be trauma, could be mustard gas. We don't know. Aliens got something up their sleeves. Yeah, they just built different. They are built different. That's for yeah. sure. Um, after May and Lemon reported it into the police, they stated the night search had turned up nothing. Nobody found anything. Um, not long before the infamous incident on Fisher's Farm, Miss Audra Harper reported seeing another creature that matched the Flatwood Monster's description. So there's been two sightings. What? Yeah, when Harper was out for a walk through the woods close to her house in the Heater's area. Okay, Heater's like five miles away from Flatwood. Okay. She claims to have saw the monster. So she's walking to a nearby store. She was accompanied by her companion, unnamed. Don't know if this is a sexy mm-hmm. companion or <laughs> or the dog again. Richie. It's probably Richie a sexy back. companion if I had to guess. Yes. Um, they were taking a detour towards the forest rather than taking the road because the road was just going to take forever. Right. Um, and it was just, it, they said that the road was unforgiving and rutted. Well, always cut through the forest if you can. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Duh. Um, they observed a ball of red flames on one of the hills as they were crossing about half a mile into their journey. They ignored it. <laughs> okay <laughs> Thinking, what i know she thought one no of her survivor neighbors... skills yeah she thought they were fox chasing you fox chase with flames <laughs> what you have flamethrowers in the 50s um i thought that was wild um it but is. she noticed something incredible the flames had subsided subsided mm-hmm. and in its place stood a tall black silhouette resembling a man interesting mm-hmm. so it can this thing it seems like it can shapeshift into a metal monster that wears a triangle dress or a man or a man or maybe the man's controlling the metal monster that's a thought who knows um harper and her buddy fled in terror hiding amid the rocks and boulder why wouldn't you just run home yeah i mean like i guess if you're like oh we it hasn't seen us we need to hide so it doesn't see us you hide behind a rock right Mm -hmm. but like if it has seen you go home go home or the police station you're station yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and quotes those people were the most scared people i've ever seen said a local newspaper publisher ailey stewart in the night 1952 news story Stewart himself had marched up that hill with a shotgun after witnesses told him what they saw he said people don't make up that kind of story that quickly Ooh. so he just okay. trudged along he got a shotgun he went up the hill and he was like I'm about to blast this thing so he's a newspaper publisher yes and he took it upon himself he said we're not handing this over to the police this is our story (laughs) (laughs) and he took it and he said i'm gonna be front page now yeah um people were skeptical um state police laughed off the reports and hysteria Mm, i don't like it yeah 
So they said the so-called monster had grown from 7 to 17 feet in just 24 hours. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, So skip forward. A local man's kind of telling the story. Um, He said he's doubted too. This guy's name's Gibson. The newspaper that came out a couple of years ago and they revisited the story. Um, He was just giving his little little input. And he was two cents. Yes. And he said he doubted too. But he's also sold a thousand of the 12 inch tall ceramic green monster figurines in the last two years. They're $30 a piece. So he is profiting off of he doesn't believe it himself but no. he's profiting off of people's love for the flatwood monster mm-hmm. and he was a that- yeah a freshman in high school at the time now he's in his 80s and he's an insurance agent <laughs> oh my gosh yeah he said i don't believe in the easter bunny i don't believe in santa and i really don't believe in the flatwoods monster but i want to boost our community <laughs> he's in it for the community service (laughs) i've included i've included pictures of the flatwoods monster i included the picture that gene lemon and kathleen mace are the mom um and that national guardsman um i included the picture that they drew of the flatwoods monster and then posing with it i think that's precious okay um that first picture since when did it grow red skin? <laughs> That's just saying that it's like kind of on fire, but like the orange senator oh, eyes and then like the I got the orange eyes, yeah. In yeah. the like triangle dress. Yeah, the spade the second, head. The second picture definitely looks scarier because the first picture it looks like it has baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but tell me a little baby hands. His claws. Not in that picture. (laughs) In the second picture, those are menacing. You don't want those things wrapped around your neck. Those things are claws, baby. Yes. I also included, I think it's funny to note that in the the museum, they took a piece of wood from the area. (laughs) Museums will do anything. It's literally... Sabrina, what is it? It's just a piece of wood, right? It's a piece of driftwood. <laughs> it's two pieces, maybe? And it says, this piece of wood was taken from the one standing tree where the Flatwoods monster was seen to appear from behind on September 12th, 1952. <laughs> I think it's awesome. This rock was found five miles away from where the Flatwoods monster stood. <laughs> oh my god that is i want to go to that museum what else do they have you know like they can't just have this piece of driftwood and like pictures like i want to i want to see what else other nature items that they've preserved from that day (laughs) they have the worm (laughs) that is awesome um are you ready to dive into the news and the history of it all, though? Yes, absolutely, I am. Oh, my gosh. Um, the encounter made local news, national news. Uh, national news. National Sorry. news? Wow. I said nudes. National nudes. <laughs> the Flatwoods Monster has a, what's that one thing? What? Where where people will post nudes of themselves. Only what's that fans? called? The Flatwoods Monster has an OnlyFans. (laughs) 
now in national news. Oh my goodness. Yes. What scandals that would be. Um, it's scaring just a wide range of people. Um, this also prompted a U.S. Air Force UFO inquiry. <gasps> yes. Yeah, it's part, it was part of a project called Project Blue Book. Um, that dispatched a handful of investigators around the country to look into the claims. So I had to look up what Project Blue Book was because I didn't know. And I think this- I've heard of this before. So what do okay. you know about it before you read it? I just like have heard the words Project Blue Book and it might have been my dad telling me like part of it, like mm-hmm. in relation to the story of the Flatwoods monster. And I've forgotten everything else but these words seem familiar to me. So please continue. It's because Ray knows all about the Flatwoods monster. He knows about Project Blue Book. Was he there? Yes. (laughs) Oops. He could have been. I don't think he he wasn't alive alive in 1952. Project Blue Book, this is from the military's website. It says the United Air Mm -hmm. Force retired to the custody of the National Archives It's records of Project Blue Book relating to the investigations of unidentified flying objects. Project Blue Book has been declassified, and then the records are available for examination in our research room. The project closed in 1969, and we have no information on sightings after that date. Interesting. So here's what stuck out to me. And like, this is, this is just a random thought that I had. It really doesn't have anything to do with Project Blue Book. Well, I guess it does. Okay. So whenever you hear UFO, you automatically think aliens. You're just like, boom, aliens. It's an alien ship. But like, it's like actual description is unidentified flying objects. So it could be like just literally anything that they just haven't identified. Correct. Yes. And so I was talking about this episode um, to Jesse, um, Uh one of our friends, and he was saying that there's like hundreds of UFO sightings a month, but the it's only 5% that the military can't identify. Really? Yeah. So there's a 5% chance that the military is not going to know what the object is. That is bizarre. I imagine all of those sightings are not alien related that people aren't like, it's an alien, it's an alien, it's an alien. It's just like stuff they can't identify and they end up identifying it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not as exciting as it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, No, not you. The freaking aliens. I think it's interesting that there's still 5% they don't know. Oh, definitely. And like 5% every month, that Mm -hmm. builds up. I'm still convinced that aliens, they're not like living among us. I think they're living in the ocean. In the ocean. I do. I feel like they're, because the part of the ocean has been explored and I feel like they're living at the bottom of the ocean. That is an interesting theory that I did not know that you held deep in your heart. I do. My heart of hearts, that guy, aliens, you know, that's, that's who I, I think about when I think about that, because it's like, you see flying saucers coming out of the water and going back in. Wow. So you think they have gills? No, I think that they've got like some secret headquarters or something. I sound crazy, don't I? But is I, it like I the genuinely... lost city of Atlantis type of vibe? Kind of. I think that okay. they literally can re- just reside down there. I think they you... can. So do you imagine like the seafloor opens up into a secret layer? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Or do you imagine that they can live and breathe the water? No, no. I think that okay. they've got some kind of setup down there. 
Got it. So they've built something down on the ocean. Mm-hmm. And that's inter- that's an interesting theory, Savannah. I don't know if I agree with it, but I'm fascinated by it. Do you I know- think aliens are in space. You think they're in space? Space is way bigger than the ocean. I know, but I think that they've just got like a, you know, like a, what's it? An embassy. An embassy oh. on Earth that's down in the, I don't think okay. they're all living down there. I think that's just like <laughs> every their va- alien. Yeah. I think it's their little vacation spot. Like, yeah, I think they're still in space, but also like they've definitely got something going on. Interesting. What if like, have you ever thought about like, what if aliens are just like living amongst us, you know, and we like don't know that they're aliens because they like are cash about it. It's like um men in black. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, whatever. Super cash. I don't know. I don't know if I think that they are living among us because I don't want to have like an external or interstellar crisis or something. I don't know. I am not going to tell you this piece of information then. No, tell me. What? Okay. So did you know that apparently, and I'd have to do a little bit more research on this. When we do an episode about aliens, I will do an in-depth like like reading and analysis on this theory or might be a fact um but there is a bloodline that humans have and i think it's like our negative blood is associated with aliens i'm not even joking that is weird let me google it really quick and i'll tell you like i hate the alien story it's about like people getting probed and stuff like it's just not not for me i get it i wouldn't want to be probed either um, it's Rh negative blood. Ooh. It has something to do with like connections to alien bloodline. Like here's like a whole article about it. Um, but I, I I'm gonna do more research on it whenever we do our alien episode. I'm not gonna get too much into it, but I just wanted to let you know that's that is one of the most convincing pieces to me that like aliens exist. That and like mm-hmm. that we don't know what's out in space. You know? I know. Okay, I'm gonna get so off topic. I'm so sorry. No, that's fascinating. It just makes you think. It does. Sometimes it's like not. I don't want to think that deep. You know. I know. I know. I want you guys to comment though, like on our post, where you Mm -hmm. think aliens are coming, or if you do believe in aliens, and like where you think they're coming from. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Do you think they're from space? Are you with Savannah that they have vacation home on the bottom of the sea floor? I'm saying they do. Um. But back to Project Blue Book. Yes. They just kind of investigated it. They put it in with that project. And then they say that everything's like up for grabs and the project closed in 1969. So no more information on sightings. But Hmm. the government always teases that they're going to like release the UFO information. Then they don't. And now there's awful. They're awful like that. Such teases. Teases. Um. Well, other factors played in as well, in addition to the frightened witnesses. So atomic bombs and what appeared to be like a brand new universe created by mad scientists. So this was like scaring Americans in 1952. Um, Life magazine, I mean, at the time was arguably arguably the most widely read magazine in the country, um, had just a few months previously carried what seemed to be a trend on reporting flying saucers. (gasps) <gasps> nice life, yes life's just in there like scaring the people you know good for um, them <laughs> and as in 1952 like cold war america this was a hot house of rage 
disillusionment and like worries that was just tailor-made for conspiracy theorists so like the world like the country's on fire atomic Mm -hmm. bombs everyone's freaking out and this is the perfect time for people like that alien guy on the history channel to be like you know what we should totally start shit right now absolutely storytellers suspense tales spooky stories they just thrive when they're planted in an environment that is rife with worry yes (laughs) retweet yes they are i know i need snaps for that um i know i know um and then for selling hellfire to our mortal enemies um so two two guys were on death row at the time as well like during this um Mm -hmm. julius and ethel rosenberg um, because they sent american nuclear weapon plans to the soviet union <gasps> so this is also what? going on at the time in the news and people are like freaking and wigging out and they're like oh my god aliens. so much is happening julius and ethel how dare you how dare you how dare you um life magazine placed a bombshell headline into the fertile american fear i mean they were fear-mongering and uh-huh. the headline said have we visitors from space yes we have yeah. Um, and a summary headline for life stated the Air Force is now willing to admit that many sightings of saucers and fireballs still defy explanation. What? Yeah. Life Please. provides yes, some scientific proof that there's a legitimate case for extraterrestrial flying saucers. This is like the government. Like, you know how it's there's that theory that's like, oh, the government's not telling us that aliens don't exist because or the government's not telling us that aliens exist because we can't handle it as a society and we'll yeah. go into a panic this is like them like testing the water so like yeah. can people handle it if like life <laughs> says it like how are people gonna react exactly it's like those tr- like those magazines you get when you're walking up to like a checkout at a grocery store and it's like yeah yeah oh, what it's are those like called? Ju- julie andrews pregnant at 86 <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, oh my god, am I gonna believe it? What are those called? I can't think of the name of them. Okay, um, just, tabloids. Tabloids. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. Life was just in there, just like throwing like Julia Andrews, <laughs> Julia Andrews I, pregnancy I, announcements in there. I wonder who the publisher was at this time. Like, <laughs> starting shit. Like, who was the editor? You know, like, what are they? <laughs> they were just having the time of their lives. Um, and this. This article was first published in April 1952, barely five months before Ed and Freddie climbed and saw the majestic spade-shaped monster. So this Ooh, is five so months this is before. Yes. Wow. Leading up to it. Yes. I thought this was definitely after. And people, you know, was word of the Flatwood monster got out and they kind of played on that. But this yeah. makes it even more intriguing. Yes. Um, And also this article was loaded with like credible like quote unquote accounts including eyewitnesses of air force pilots what yeah that's intense yeah um senator joseph mccarthy of wisconsin a political whatever um had spent a previous two years fueling suspicions that communists had like infiltrated not only the u.s but virtually like every sector of the economy they were just like taking over so the senator was like 
oh my god they're among us these communists are taking over and then aliens you know so yes a state of panic in the u.s yes and in addition you know 1952 communists um had murdered tens of thousands of american soldiers in korea um Mm -hmm. including four young people in braxton county west virginia who passed away just months before the arrival of the flatwoods monster whoa okay that's kind of crazy yeah yeah are these credible i think so these stories specifically of the flatwoods monster yeah and of of aliens no not of aliens i'm thinking like the flatwoods monster yeah maybe just aliens in general like how credible do you think that this was i am gonna say any um air force pilot is credible i just feel a a pull towards if you tell me a military soldier said something is real aliens are real the loch ness monster is real they saw whatever i'm gonna believe them just because that's the patriot of me i guess i'm laughing because you're the girl that cries at like the national anthem being played like the military i love those songs and you're like i believe in the soldiers (laughs) <laughs> because I, I love a American. I just I you that is the hardest piece of evidence for me ever. If you like tell me this, you know, long-winded tale and like of like this mythical creature, and then you're like, and then this Navy pilot said that he Navy pilot? Is that a thing? No, I don't it know. is the sea flying <laughs> for the aliens. It's when, yes, it's when the UFOs come out of the sea yes! and enter and airspace. The ships are like transformers and they turn into yes. like freaking yes. whatever jets and they just go after the mm-hmm. saucers. It's like a exactly. battle. We yeah. just don't even know what's going on. We don't. But if you tell me that a Air Force pilot was like, I saw this with my own two eyes. This is what happened. I'm going to be like, it freaking happened. That's a fact. What you just said is a fact. And maybe it's, I have like some family members that were in the military. So it could be that in me, but like, I just have a, I just really am pulled towards the truth of them. (laughs) (laughs) As for the Flatwood monster itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe the tales (laughs) that people are telling because like, they're so scared. And like, if you're really like that reporter literally said, I've never seen two people more scared in my life. And like what causes that's like real fear. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't just make up fear and pretend to be scared. You can see through that pretty easily um, as compared to like real genuine fear. So I believe it. What about you? Do you you think it's credible? I don't know about the Flatwoods monster, but aliens for sure. (laughs) for sure you're a hard believer in aliens i am according to behaviorist clay rotledge the number of people that believe in usos is not necessarily very large and that many ufo enthusiasts typically don't believe but the story seduces them wait so ufo enthusiasts do not believe in like typically don't believe in aliens like they just they're more like seduced in the story Mm, they're just like skeptical yes interesting Mm -hmm. i'm surprised that a large amount of people don't believe in aliens i feel like almost everybody i ask that question to people a lot um because i just like i feel like it's a good conversation starter like do you believe in 
aliens like tell me are you like a mythical believer or are you <laughs> refusing to believe that there's other life out there i need to know that to be intelligent and know that there's aliens yeah. out there like how dare you have another yes. opinion than mine exactly um so i like to ask people that question a lot and i feel like i get a really heavy pull towards people believing aliens mm-hmm. i don't know how often that topic comes up for you and what responses you get but that's that's my experience i have people that are just like i don't know it could be you gotta have a hard yes Maybe. or no you know <laughs> I just feel like, how can you not have such a strong opinion on aliens? I don't know. Maybe we should like corner people in, <laughs> interrogate them, like run up to them with a camera and like some Billy on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Do you believe in aliens? <laughs> That's the only question we have. <laughs> I love that. Why do people believe in aliens? There's just a hope that we're not insignificant organisms walking around aimlessly on a rock floating in space. Says the behavioral therapist or whatever Mm. the F he is. Um, He studied brain science, UFO beliefs and culture, whatever. Um, There's the hope that we're part of something bigger. That's what he said. That's like so interesting because the sometimes whenever I think of the universe and like the extreme size of the universe, it like scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really want to believe that sometimes I don't want to believe that we're part of something bigger, you know, mm-hmm. like me, I would love to be part of something bigger, you know, but we as like a world, that's like a pretty intense thought to have. Mm-hmm. That may be. However, the May brothers, they're still alive and they continue to stick by their story. They're in, they're late 70s now. They're no longer taking reporters. Oh, they got I mean, tired. Can't call them up. No, they got tired after 100,000 interviews. Damn. Yeah. Um, I would too. The brothers did appear in a documentary called The Flatwoods Monster, A Legacy of Fear in 2018 about That's the Flatwoods awesome. Phantom. Yes, there's, there is a documentary out. I love that. I need to see it. Yes. Um, and in the video, you know, teasing the show, Freddie looks into the camera and says, as for myself, it doesn't matter to me whether people believe or don't believe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Gray Barker, a resident of Braxton County, examined the monster and who examined the monster later rose to prominence as one of the most prolific UFO myth makers ever was the one writer who contributed significantly to the account barker wrote about flatwoods later popularized the notion of the government men in black after learning that two air force investigators had allegedly pretended to be magazine writers and reportedly showed up at flatwoods what yes so now we've got a real life like person up there being like i believe in aliens with like the Hershey like kiss aluminum foil on the yes. top of his head and he's like the men in black have shown up and they're here. <gasps> That's so spooky. However, this guy's pals say that he doesn't actually believe, but he's willing to pretend to get paid. So he writes about fake UFOs to get yes. paid. Yeah, that's rude. Honestly, that's I don't like that. Rude. Um, locals are still curious nowadays. There's about 300 people in Flatwoods. 
Um, there was 300 people in Flatwoods in 1952. There's less than that now. And the belief is slowly dying. No. The cryptid, cryptid of the Flatwoods monster. Someone needs to hold a festival. <laughs> like the Loveland Frogman. <laughs> like, keep the spirit going. There's less than 300 people in Flatwoods. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. It is wild, isn't it? That's like, my hometown has like 82 people. Mm-hmm. It's like that's wild mm-hmm. i thought flatwoods would be like at least like five thousand people no 300 um even the u.s air force has doubts and later they admitted they had been looking and researching for ufos since 1942 they gathered thousands of accounts and looking into some of them with a skeleton crew like people were working day and night trying to figure mm-hmm. out these ufos and then regarding this one they came to the conclusion that numerous people in baltimore among other places, had witnessed bright but uncommon, but common meteors streak through the U- eastern United States that evening at sunset. <gasps> oh my gosh, I'm going to Baltimore soon, so I'll keep an eye out for any meteor streaks in the eastern United States. That's awesome. Um, and what about the creature with the clawed arms? They said it's probably an owl. Mm, no, I don't believe that. No, no. Um, but the tourists keep coming, even if it's unproven folklore. So the locals um, did most of the earthling things. They created bumper stickers, shot glasses, enormous monster shaped chairs that entire families could sit on. Um, they have a monster museum. Nice. Yeah. And to their amazement, they discovered that people still wanted to give them money. Of course, I would go to Flatman's flatwoods right now with my credit card and just spin 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 on all the memorabilia yeah during the busiest travel months of spring to fall the spot an ice cream and sandwich shop in flatwoods sees hundreds of visitors each week oh good they consume the flatwoods monster burger while admiring the historical photographs and newspaper articles about the flatwoods monster on the wall and then i already showed you the picture of the tree yes <laughs> um thus the flatwoods monster also known as the green monster the phantom of flatwoods or 7 10 13 17 feet tall became the most peculiar of american inventions mythology printed on t-shirts okay I feel like we need to go to West Virginia and do like a tour, <laughs> right? Because we got the Flatwoods Monster. We have the Mothman. There's the Transylvania Lunatic Asylum, which is haunted. And then there's the Haunted Hotel right across the street from um, the Mothman Museum. That's so wonderful. So I just think, I think we should take like five days and go to all these hot spots and try not to bring any negative energy home with us, but bring good stories. Good stories and a double cheeseburger for the aliens to consume whilst we're there. Yes. Do you believe in the Flatwoods monster? No. Rude, first off. So what do you think it was? I don't know. It's the 1950s. I don't know what people were doing back then. You don't know what drugs people were on. (laughs) But I don't know. I mean, like I always say, I'm not going to discredit what other people believe in. I feel like it's cool. Um, I don't know about it, though. So there were two sightings. Yeah, but they're kind of the same. But the, you know, the one with all the people, like the kids and the adults, that one's the one with like that. Right. The metal shape. Yeah, Yeah. The metal shape and the spade head. But the other one's just a 10 foot dude. So I don't know. 
here's my thought process. What the heck? There's how many people? There was like six or seven people from the first sighting mm-hmm. where they had all seen this creature. I mean, that's a lot of people seeing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. That's not just like two stoners tripping and thinking they saw something when it was really just like a metal box on the side of the road, you know? Or maybe they were bored. I wanted to you make think they just up, made up a story. Shit. They could have. That's honestly not a bad theory. I don't know. You know me. I like to lean into it. I love the Fatwoods monster. <laughs> <laughs> how many more days are there till halloween 148 which is crazy so we're under 150 days until halloween Mm -hmm. that's wild wild. and if you want to do something spooky go check out the flatwoods monster museum go get yourself a monster burger um go with us to west virginia let's just go bandwagon with us to west virginia because sav and i are gonna go yep it's gonna be a good time Well, if you like this episode, you can subscribe to our podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. You can leave us a five-star review. Um, You could leave that on our Facebook page, on our Spotify, and on our Apple podcast. Speaking of our Facebook page, you can follow us on Facebook at Slightly Scary Podcast. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Slightly Scary Pod. And follow us on Twitter at Slightly Scary 13. Until next time, keep it scary. Slightly scary. Scooby Doo. I don't. Are they teenagers? They're not adults. No way that Fred is a teenager. Okay, that man has a full <laughs> man's body. He's a, he's so tall and yeah, muscular. But he's, he's got a 1960s teenager's body. They've changed over the years. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. they've adapted to the current climate. I'm over thinking the years. Fred's like 15. No way. <laughs> he's not 15. Should we look up how old Fred is? What's his last name? I don't know. Fred from Scooby age 17 years old oh my god how close was i he's 17 him and shaggy are 17 daphne's 16 and velma's 15 years old you're welcome she's running around with some old older guys that look like they have 401ks i agree yes okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. i didn't know that there were like hundreds of ufo sightings yeah i assume they're not all (laughs) sorry my cat (laughs) you said you were talking about my people yeah (laughs) really (laughs) um have you seen cat from outer space no there's literally a movie about a cat from outer space i watched it so much growing up